this is it. Hello, now you must be Joe and Wendy. That's us. Has Mr. Vervin told you what he's come to America for? Dude, I'm kind of freaking out. And it's not just any butterfly, it's the legendary Eastern Dapple Damsel. Fun. Hello, everyone. This is Bruce and Herzog, my two special guests from a fantastic gem, The Happy House. It's director D.W. Young and Con Baikal. How you guys doing? Good, thanks. All right. No problem. I want to thank you guys for coming on. I just, by dumb luck, came across this film, and I fell in love with it. Especially more at the end when I found out what the story is totally, fully about. Um, DW, you are the mastermind yeah. behind us, the writer and the director. And then what we're going to do is we'll talk to you, and then I'll get Con in the in the story as well. How did you ever come okay. up? How did you ever come up with an idea of the Happy House? Um, you know, it actually started out as a short film idea, um, and uh, that I'd had for a little while. Um, and it had sort of the initial part of it. So it was a simpler story. Um, and I'd, I'd like the short idea, but I, you know, I, I wasn't really in a place to, I was, didn't want to make a short at the time out of it. Right. And then I had this, it, it, I had this idea to turn it into a longer piece, which involved sort of some other twists in the, you know, in the movie. Right. Um, and once I had that idea, I just sort of quickly, you know, fairly quickly, Put the rest of it together into, into you know into a full length. Um, yeah. So that was really the genesis of it. All right. Now, um, obviously, now you're based out of New York. Um, was there a yeah. casting call for this, or was it? I mean, of course, it probably was. But or did you have people already lined up already written for them? Sure. Um, well, one part was written for someone. That was the uh, the 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 Swedish butterfly. <laughs> uh, He's awesome. Um, Oliver, who plays that part, is a friend, and I had written it with him in mind, and you know, as an actor. Um, and then Con and I had done another short film together before this uh, called "Not Interested," um, which I think you might like um, if you like this. Yeah. Uh, where he plays a door-to-door knife salesman who uh, kind of gets into some trouble. Let's leave it at that. Um, so, so I knew Con, and so we we started the cat, you know, cast him first, basically. Um, and they kind of worked around him from there. Okay. Um, and so from there, I had, the, I had worked uh, with a casting director, a smaller casting director for the short, and she came on and then helped us find some of the other actors. Um, All right. Or the rest of the actors, for the most part. 
Well, that's awesome because, you know, um, there's a lot of films from the New York area. I mean, New York is huge. There's films in Pennsylvania, too. But yeah. um, when I started watching this, I mean, the, the characters in this film I thought were brilliant. Um, the guy in the tow truck. Um, yeah, he's a good he yeah. yeah, in and out. Um, he was, I guess he came off like a little creepy, too. And then, of course... Oh, um, definitely, I think so, yeah. 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 And then Hilda's um, Hilda's uh, sister came, and she's like the school teacher. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to ruin a film for people, but she was the like the exact opposite of her sister. Yes, you know, like no, Joe, bad language, Joe. You know, it's a, it's just brilliant, yeah. and it, it's it's labeled a comedy horror, which that's perfect. Right. Um, so Con, you were Joe. You were the uh, the better half. Uh, Hope you don't hear me saying that. Hope Wendy don't hear me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a, a, a married couple that's struggling. You know, you're in New York and you want to go away, and she didn't want to go to a bed and breakfast, and you just wanted to go and have a good time. The chemistry between you two, I thought, was brilliant. Um, I like I like films like this that has a troubled couple, but they come to the house, and then you find out they go into the story on, on how you guys met. You know, and then you got a lot of things going on in this film that I'm thinking, okay, I know what's going to happen here. Uh, they're going to go to his house, and the person who's going to run the place, their son's evil, whatever. You know, that's the mindset that you first get. I, I don't want to ruin anything. I got to watch what I say. But then it, it takes a different spin. That's when Desmond comes in the picture. You know, and your role, I thought you were perfect. I mean, used to chemistry was perfect. You're like night and day most of the time. You know, she's like, you know, already suspecting that something's weird going on, and, and you're just nonchalant. Ah, da, 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 da. So your performance in this film, again, was brilliant. What was your experience like in this film from start to finish? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, well, thank you for uh, liking my performance. Um I really, I, I guess, uh, just uh, I, uh, my approach as an actor was really to um, just really stay in the moment, try to stay present and take it uh, moment by moment. Um, I think the only thing I was concerned about leading up to the film and even as we were filming it was um, that switch that happens in the film. I, I was concerned about that and... Uh, how I would handle that um, because you know he is a certain type of guy and then all of a sudden he becomes a man of action and I was um, you know worried if that would uh, come across and if that would be believable and um, you know because all of a sudden you know I'm kind of goofy and doofy then all of a sudden it's like alright guys follow me and DW was great about that because again I was really worried about that and he was just like you know, in one of these situations, what are you going to do? You just got to step up to the plate and protect your girl. You know, right. it was just like, you know, I stopped worrying. Okay, I'm not Bruce Willis, but I, I got to protect this girl. And, you know, that would that was my biggest challenge in this film. And uh, I hope it I hope it works out. I hope people, you know, don't think I'm a total fraud. No, no, it worked. Because, see, what DW did was clever. I mean, it was just one person. Okay, it would have been different if it's more than one. I mean, as far as what you said about changing how you went from this happy-go-lucky 
funny guy and then take an action. So it was per- it was laid out perfect. And Joe, the character, I didn't see anything wrong with your performance. You just took the spotlight. Look, I'm going to protect my girl. And then, you know, the, the apologies, you know, between the, the um, Hervon, however you say his name in the movie, you guys, it, it's perfect. It, and I think one of the things that really, really upset me, not the film, watching the film is about Hildy. What happened yeah. to her? That was a moment. That hits me. That's the moment of the film I think a lot of people are really going to connect and, and, and love this film is because of one character. And, well, Skip. I mean, for instance, Skip was this quiet guy, you know? You didn't really know much about Skip. And then you found the, the, a different side of Skip as well. So you have this chemistry going on that they, pre- they present themselves one way, and it comes completely opposite the other way. And I thought it was just flat-out brilliant. Your performance I really think uh, they're the heart of the film. And for the most part, we shot in sequence as best we could. Right. Um, when that switch happens, Okay, that switch happened. We're still, you know, we got some more moments and a couple of scenes before that moment with Hildy and her son that you're talking about mm-hmm. happened. For me, when that happened, even though the switch had happened a little earlier, when that happened, it really became a different film. And I remember watching that on set as we're filming and just like my jaw was dropped. And it was just really emotional. Just It was difficult to watch. And since I've seen it, I've seen the film three times and that scene gets me every time. She really breaks my heart in that scene. Yes, yes. And, and, and I think that's what makes... That's why this film is going to go farther than what you guys think it is because there are fans out there that really enjoy uh, uh, films that starts one way, you have a touchy moment in the middle, and it goes completely hell in a handbasket a wide left. And I think that's, what, that's what's going to make this film on a plateau of different films like this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is, um, it, like, is it that really like just life? Like just so unpredictable each exactly. moment you have no idea what's going to happen? That's exactly my point. You did... DW and you guys didn't do anything that's outrageous. You've basically made a film that can possibly happen in any damn neighborhood. Well, I think that's when Khan was talking about the switch for him. I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of why it's possible is because the film is not he doesn't do he doesn't become some superhero or anything at all no he just becomes a little more decisive than the rest of the bunch right and then by default he essentially kind of becomes the leader but he's not you know fighting off hordes of bad guys or like right you know (laughs) he doesn't turn into ash or something which is totally cool but not kind of what we were doing you know what I mean Um, and I think so that all of that idea of this kind of more toned down realism factors into you know the Hildy Skip situation and hopefully how you just respond to everything. But it is it is sort of less extreme and more toned down and and, and realistic in a certain sense than a lot of horror movies tend to be. So right, you know I hope that people kind of get that. Oh yeah, De- they definitely will. Because again, you know I mentioned about the House of Good and Evil. That's about a couple that has issues and they move into this uh, somewhat of a haunted house type deal but you that changed yeah. pace as well but yeah. your your mentality your idea for this film is going to work because it's not one of these outrageous 
gory movies, which I don't mind them, by the way, but I like movies like this that you don't have to have all that fancy, fancy gore stuff because you guys actually have a story. And, you know, I just think it's brilliant. And I'll say it again. It's one of my favorites that I've watched this year. I really like this film. Well, I think also, maybe, Dave, you should talk about that as... um I remember you saying to me when you sent me the script, uh, it was just like, okay, for this amount of money, what movie can I make? Great, set it here. You know, yeah. maybe glorious effects. And like, you were just like, okay, I can make this movie, it's in this location, this is very doable. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, I think in ten, you know, I mean, there's like just a little teeny bit of gore in the movie. It's not a gory movie. Um, I think it's just too much, I think it wouldn't have been in keeping with kind of the, the style of the film, which being more comedic, a little old fashioned at times, more about situation, right, and about um, a little more about character and stuff. I think it would just, on the one hand, you would have risked pushing it in out of sync with itself to right. have it become a gore fest. Um, and also, I think it was just like a little something I want to do, which is get back to basics in some respect, in certain ways. And yeah, and I think you know, sometimes. It, you know, even doing gore on the cheap, it's it just it takes a lot of time. It takes you know, right. there's a lot involved with it. We didn't have a lot of time to make the movie. You kind of have to make your choices about what you're going to prioritize, and then that defines your film a lot. Um, so even if I, you know, had we wanted to make it a gory movie, which wasn't what we were going for, but even if we had, we could have made the same movie. We just didn't have the resources. Yeah, uh, but that's it, certainly true. It it wouldn't come off the same way either. I mean, look, I'm a horror. Reviewer, okay. I love yeah. the horror aspect of it, but films like this, there's a time and place to make something like this. And I think if it went too crazy, it would kind of come off a little bit off balance. If you know what I mean. So the yeah. way you, the way yeah, you yeah. did it was perfect. You know what I mean. You had so many stories on at one time. You had, you know, it's just a good film. I mean, I I, I don't know what else I can say. It just when people start seeing my review when people start seeing this movie they're going to want to see it and when they watch this film they're going to think wow it's not what I expected to be it's good so you know I just like the way the film was put together it wasn't nothing over extravagant it was just a a people stuck in a situation that can really happen and try and get out of it you know it's just perfect you know I don't know what else I think I'll I think, you know, we we sought to keep... I always tried to keep, once things go sort of wrong, even if we couldn't have... We didn't have the budget to dramatically show everything, and at times you're seeing, like, a limited little piece of the action, or, you know, you have to kind of run with it a little bit, you know, and mm-hmm. suspension of disbelief, but kind of one of the essentials of the situation to be very plausible and not just someone's... One person doing something really stupid or, like... You know, like where there's an obvious way out, or it really is just with a lot of bad luck to put these people here. It wasn't of their own doing. Well, yeah. you know, um, I'm gonna and that they did something pretty reasonable that, you know, yeah. you wouldn't cite them for just being total idiots, um, right? Which sometimes is funny, but sometimes it's also really annoying. So they always, uh, I mean, they say I've heard, um, you know, what's really scary is the stuff you can't see. Exactly. Um, and then also with that, like, you know, we're upstairs when certain things are happening downstairs. We have no idea where possible danger is coming from. That's really scary. But That's also, the part. Um, yep. The, per- the person who's presenting the danger, 
And David really went out of his way to cast somebody who was very, you know, a regular, nice-looking person who you might not expect this type of behavior from. And I right. think that was a great choice. Yep. It's always the unexpected. It's uh, what, what, what reviewers, what, what horror fans or thriller fans... What gets them the most is not knowing what's in front of them, and I think that's what makes this movie so impa- so impressive. I mean, all all the way around, the characters, what you don't see, what's going on, and then the ending of the film, I thought was it could have been done any better. I really thought for a second there that he'll get back up again, but <laughs> you ended it right there, and that's the way it should be. You know, it was just perfect. You know what I mean? Well, that's kind of the yeah, that's supposed to be the final. Of the movie without giving anything away, right? Um, but then it doesn't. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's it's too cliche now to really do that. I think. Right. It's been done enough times. It has, and I was thinking, oh come on, please stay down. You know, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. end it. You know what I mean? Because I I think it's more. I don't know. I mean, uh, again, I mean, the film was just remarkable. I liked what I seen. I'm a big supporter of this film, and that's why I wanted to have you guys we, come on. We appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And and you are thank you. Yep, and you are pretty local to me. I mean, you're only in uh, one state up, so uh, yeah. you know. I just I'm glad to have you guys come on here. And uh, Khan, um, again, remarkable. I mean, your performance was. What probably what any normal person would be in that situation would be the same way, you know. I mean, it wasn't overdone. It was just, hey, wake the fuck up, you know. We're in a situation here. I gotta protect my woman, and you did it to where an a average Joe, an average Joe, would have done what you did. So that was just brilliant, a brilliant pull off. Wendy was great. Hildy, I loved her in there, you know. Linda, Irvine, Skip, Desmond, Ronnie. I mean, Deputy, even De- Deputy Marvin, I mean, a small part, but he was effective as well. The whole cast, I thought, was wonderful. So Thanks. I, I, yeah, I put a lot of, you know, hard work into trying to get great people. And yeah, and it worked. Very pleased with everyone we got involved in the project. Yep. So, but uh, Hildy, I was, when I asked about interviewing her, too, is I was so fatuated with her performance because she's such a lovable lady. And just she's brilliant. She just nailed it. Yeah, no, Marceline's very, very talented. She's a great person, um, and very sweet in real life. Um, and what I love about her, I just, I, she just got a little hint of something, a little, you know, edgy about her somewhere. And it's, yeah, yeah. You know, she's generally a super sweet person, but she can tap into that a little bit when she wants to. And there's just a little bit of it in Hilly, and that's kind of what you know is always giving you that little bit of pause, hopefully. Yeah. About her. Yeah. Um, but, you and know, I think that's more, you know, very, 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 very happy with having her yeah. take the part. I love the chemistry with her and her sister. Complete opposites. <laughs> it was great. She's like, they're just doing her thing. It's just brilliant, you know. The, the, the scene where they're playing um, checkers, right? Is that what it was? Checkers? Yeah. And yeah. that scene, and then they have her on the couch doing her thing, and then her sister's like, blah, 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 you know, and this going on. But. It's just a, a well-put-together film and great characters. So go ahead and give the listeners an idea of uh, where it's possibly can be available at or who picked it up so people can, can look for it. Sure. Um, it just came out on VOD, so it's on iTunes, Amazon, uh, Google, Xbox, all those, you know, 
the various lists of online streaming, and um, it's on a bunch of cable networks too. I don't have the whole list, but um, it's not on Time Warner, but it's on a bunch of other ones. Um, so you might pick it up there, depending on where you are. And then uh, in January, uh, Netflix and DVD. Nice. You should also, David, mention um, where they can find uh, our first film, which if they like this film is similar. In, yeah, if you like you know. this, uh, the short that we made, Con and I, uh, it's called Not If Studio. It's also on iTunes, and I think it's on Amazon now um, for like a buck or two. Um, so I think if, if, you, if you like this, it definitely would also be appealing. From what I understand, you really like a good twist. Uh, yes. But I do want to thank you guys for coming on. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. It's a fantastic film, and I cannot wait. Hey, our pleasure. Yep, and I can't wait for people who will get used Netflix and and so forth will get a chance to really watch this, you know, and uh, it's going to be a successful film. I mean, it might not be what we expect it to be. We never know. But maybe five years down the road from now, it can still be alive. Who knows? But it's a really good film. Again, thanks a lot, you yeah. guys, for coming on. Hey, thanks for having us. No problem. Uh, it's been a pleasure. All right. You take care of yourselves. All right. All right. So thanks. long. Take, take care. care. We'll see you.